The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to another edition of Through the Smoke, a Miami Hurricanes football and recruiting podcast here on the 24-7 Sports Network. We're going to bring you a recruiting-heavy pod here today we are recording this the morning of the spring game spring game is always good in terms of taking a uh, snapshot of of how things are looking from a player development standpoint and just a competition standpoint as as guys have the opportunity to make plays one-on-one beat the man in front of you etc that's kind of what spring football is about on the field but it's an important day as well for the program because of the recruits that the day attracts. And in my opinion, Gabby, it kind of provides a little bit of a look as to who Miami values in this recruiting class and also who has a high level of interest in Miami um, with the guys that, quite frankly, from around the country that are coming in this weekend to be around the program for the spring game. So Gabby, let's hop into it from a recruiting standpoint. I want to start here. Uh, earlier this week, you dropped a crystal ball that I think is pretty notable for a top target wide receiver, local guy, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas wide receiver, Chance Robinson. 6'2", 190, ranks as the 144th player in the country according to the composite. 24-7 has him as the 135th best player in the country. So essentially a top 150 player. Uh, you threw in a crystal ball for him on what, Tuesday? Uh, uh, yeah, I think it was Tuesday. Tell us about that. 
Yeah, I, I mean, look, I, I think one of the key things in recruiting is is just following the visits, right? Like, I mean, I think that uh, really, and then just specifically in this situation, I think Chance Robinson, since Kevin Beard, the wide receivers coach, has been hired, has been saying all the right things about him, about how eager he was to meet him, uh, about the way that a couple of former St. Thomas Aquinas players, Joshua Palmer, who signed with Tennessee when Kevin Beard was the wide receiver coach there, and then Sam Bruce, who signed with Miami when Kevin Bruce was here. Both those guys made the decisions to go play uh, for Coach Beard and that, you know, he could see why, you know, he loved the the conversations he was having with him over the phone. Uh, it was just about getting to campus. And I he did that for the first time in, I believe it was March 23rd. So it was, you know, the later half of March. And since then, you know, really just this past week, uh, he was at uh, the Saturday practice. Uh, he was back to the Tuesday practice. He told me he was going back for the Thursday practice. And then he was attending the spring game on Friday. Uh, and then just kind of chatting with him over the phone. Uh, it, it does seem like he may be pretty close to just kind of shutting this thing down. And I think if he does go ahead with that, uh, I do think Miami is the team to beat right now. And, and look, Chance Robinson, uh, you know, also plays out of program led by Roger Harriet and uh, Kevin Beard and Roger Harriet coached together at the high school level at, at university school back in the day when they had a, you know, that loaded roster with Mike White, who's the, who's a, you know, backup quarterback for the Miami Dolphins now. And, you know, a bunch of other guys um, that ended up having successful college and NFL careers. Uh, so, you know, I think there is a, a longstanding relationship wide outside wide receiver is, of course, a great need. And I think that they've done a really good job with Robinson uh, as someone that they feel like they kind of need to have here in South Florida. So a few guys in South Florida, Miami feels like they have to have. And Robinson's definitely one of them. And I think that's the one that may they maybe that maybe they have the most traction with right uh, at this point. Robinson's a big time player. He, he has offer he picked up an offer from Alabama there in January and that was kind of a moment where wow this guy's going to be a big time recruit Auburn also involved Florida State also involved let's talk about Robinson the player let's say hypothetically he does decide to give his pledge to Miami eventually whenever that is um, what type of player is Miami getting can he be wide receiver one do you view him as like wide receiver 1.5? Right. <laughs> what would it mean for Miami in terms of the player they'd be getting and Chance Robinson? Yeah, I mean, is he like the, tr you know, your ideal perfect world wide receiver one? I think maybe uh, time will tell. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't know if he's quite there yet, but I think he's, he's going to be well coached. I mean, I think these St. Thomas Aquinas receivers – uh, you know, these guys wait their turn and they end up, I feel like they all, they end up having good college groups. Look at Camden Brown, who's at Auburn now, who's, you know, again, not, I mean, Chance Robinson's right. a little bit smaller, but he waited till his senior year to play. He had a fantastic senior year. And then you had Georgia, Florida State, a bunch of schools coming after him. He ended up signing with Auburn, had a, had a fantastic freshman season. I think Chance Robinson, you know, he he's kind of waited his turn too. He got in there as a junior, had a great junior year. I think he's physical. Uh, he's a willing yep. blocker. Um, I think he's able to go out, you know, stretch the field vertically, make contested catches, be a guy that you can get the ball to in the red zone. St. Thomas Aquinas is a very run-heavy team. And uh, Chance Robinson still had like, 13 or 14 touchdowns. So I think they feel like he's someone that they can get the ball to when it's time to, you know, find pay dirt. Um, you know, I, I, I like what Chance Robinson is. He's someone that has kind of gone through the entire, uh, you know, STA program has 
been patient through the process. And again, I think he's someone that even now physically, David, like seeing him at practice on Tuesday, like he looks like a kid that is just continuing to physically mature into his body where he's starting to look obviously like, you know, 17, 18 year old kid who, you know, you can see in six months is just going to be even bigger, even stronger, even better. So I'm really excited to watch him as a, uh, you know, as a senior, see just kind of those next steps that he takes. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I think that this is the type of guy that Miami uh, has kind of failed to land here over the past couple cycles. Yep. And I think he's someone that elevates the room for sure. Getting into St. Thomas Aquinas, I think, is an area Miami needs to improve here. Definitely. If we're, if we're talking about recent recruiting years. So that would be huge alone. Also, just going big picture uh, beyond St. Thomas Aquinas, I think Miami needs to do a better job in general in Broward County in terms of the elite guys, uh, got to keep more of those elite guys in Broward County home. So he would represent that as well. You touched about his touchdown uh, numbers last year. To me, when you watch his tape, that's what stands out is his ability to go win balls in the red zone. So whether it's fades, you know, he makes those contested catches, understands what he has to do to win in that short area of the field. Uh, he does show that ability in terms of watching him at seven on seven, you know, tournaments, he plays for South Florida express. He's on the same team as Jeremiah Smith and Jojo trader. He is good. No doubt. He's a big time player. So when I say this, I'm not talking down on him. I'm mainly coming from the standpoint of everyone has things to clean up in their game, especially at his stage in the development process. There are times I will say when chance drop some routine passes. And so I I do think that's an area he's got to clean up over time. Uh, But again, on the flip side, he does flash the ability to make big time contested catches. So he has that ability to make special catches, just has to clean up kind of the concentration stuff, which is easy to do. And I'm sure being a St. Thomas Aquinas guy, coming up through that program, understands the process and the development uh, phase of football, he will get there. So this would be a big-time addition to the class, especially at a big-time position of need. I'll add this before we move on, Gabby. I've heard through the grapevine as well that, you know, Chance has been coming to plenty of practices this spring, right? And I think one of the things he's been looking at during these practices is the quarterback situation at Miami, as he should. Wide receivers need to pay attention to the quarterback that will be their guy when they're in. And so he's paid close attention to Jakari Brown. And what I've heard through the grapevine is that he's come away very impressed by Jakari's ability, development, potential. So this is an example of uh, someone believing in Jakari. And so I think that's a positive takeaway as well. Anything else to add or should we move on to the next guy? Let me, let me just provide some more there. Cause when I talked to him on, uh, on Tuesday night, uh, I actually asked him about Jakari. I'm just going to read off the quote and we'll, we can end it on yeah. that. Uh, he's getting better as far as throwing the ball. He runs 23 miles per hour. So he's fast as well. He can do it both. He's getting better and developing as a quarterback and a player. Honestly, it's really good to see that knowing he will be there if I honestly, it's really good to see that that he will be there if I choose to go there. That would be really good. That's what that's really what I can take from him. So like just again, just to echo what you're saying, David, like it does seem like he has noticed Jakari Brown 
And I do think that maybe that's an angle, you know, to kind of play there that, you know, Jakari is probably the quarterback of the future and that's going to be who he should, that's who he should be watching. Yes. And and I think Miami as a program needs to lean into that too, in terms of promoting Jakari to recruits as, Hey, this guy's a stud. He's got some, got some things to work on still, but the potential is freaky. Attention business owners. I'm going to say three words you've probably heard of by now. Employee retention credit. If you're a business owner with W-2 employees and you haven't explored this program, you need to schedule a call with our friends at Foreman Law Offices ASAP. The employee retention credit can put thousands of dollars back into the hands of business owners. However, the rules are complex and have changed many times since the inception of the program. You need to have a qualified law firm with experience in the ERC. Evaluate this for your business. You won't owe them a dime until you get paid. All you have to do is go to erclawyers.com and fill out the short questionnaire to schedule a call with their team. Two minutes may be worth thousands of dollars for your business. Get it done today. erclawyers.com. Tell them TTS sent you for Through the Smoke. This episode is also brought to you by Midway Sports, your one-stop shop for all of your sporting good needs, located just two miles south of the University of Miami. This locally owned small business has everything you would need to gear up for every sport. Their stocked up men's, women's, and kids selections has you and your family covered for all of your outdoor needs. Use promo code SMOKE15 for 15% off your online order at MidwaySports.com. Next guy to talk about another key position of need on the defensive line for this class for the Miami Hurricanes, Justin Scott, uh, 6'4", 3'10", out of St. Ignatius High School in Chicago, Illinois. Chi-town. 24-7 has him as the number 35 overall recruit, so just outside that five-star range of the top 32. The composite has him 12th overall in the country. So top 50 player pretty much consensus uh big time offers from all over the country gabby he spent quite a few days here in south florida what should we make of it yeah quite a few days he's he's still here he'll be he'll be in miami through the spring game on friday night did he show up i I believe he i think it was monday night he got in and he was at practice tuesday uh i think hung around like the city just enjoyed his time on wednesday even though there was a detrimental downpour uh was back at the school on thursday and then he'll be here on friday as well look i think that this is i mean i think there's a lot of reasons as to why this visit was so long and you know david i think it's important to know that he came with other people uh someone that's like his best friend's older brother who's maybe trying to walk on at a program. And I think Miami's very open to that for obvious reasons. Uh, look, I think there's, I mean, just kind of talking to people, uh, you know, around the program on Thursday after I spoke with him, I, I think that there's like legitimate, uh, you know, belief that, that they're one of the schools that are in the thick of this recruitment. I mean, he told me that really he only has Georgia and Ohio state visits locked in like visits set up, but he told me that Miami's getting one of his official visits. So now he has to try to figure out, uh, the other two schools who are kind of in there. So, uh, you know, Miami is one of those uh, three schools that, you know, again, that he plans to see in an official capacity, which I think is a really big deal. He was telling me how uh, he's starting to feel comfortable here in Miami. 
and he, he's a Chicago kid. Miami's a, a big city too. Uh, I'm sure there's probably, it's probably, you know, a, a nice little easy transition, um, you know, again, just, you know, just environmentally. Um, so, yeah, you know, I think Miami's feeling great. I mean, he's a huge kid. I mean, big body type, exactly what you want on the interior defensive line, uh, a national recruit. And look, I think that they've knocked it out of the park. Uh, Jason Taylor, I think is a huge, huge part of all this, just given the status and, and who he is. And look, I think that these kids are looking at Jason Taylor and are like, yeah, like this guy has been there, done that, uh, has accomplished everything that I want to accomplish. Like who better to be developed by? And there's a lot of great coaches, but not many with the pedigree and drive that Taylor has. And like we've said, David, in the past, like he takes this stuff seriously. He's not just a gold jacket walking around the the building like he wants to do all of this and he wants to coach. And I think that that resonates with a lot of families and a lot of kids as well. It is worth noting that Notre Dame is the leader on the crystal ball. Yeah. Both respected 24 seven sports uh, colleagues, Steve Wiltfong national recruiting logged his uh, on January 23rd. Tom Lloyd does an excellent job of covering Notre Dame recruiting for Irish Illustrated locked his on January 16th. So makes sense. Chicago, uh, kind of a local school for Notre Dame, St. Ignatius, uh, you would also think provides a smooth transition to Notre Dame as well. Uh, so that's, that's someone to keep an eye on. Are you a business owner or manager in need of seasonal or temporary staff? Let the folks at LT Pro Enterprises assist. The folks at LT Pro Enterprises can help you find laborers for your business in the state of Florida with an expanding footprint to other states as well. Reach out to Lionel Torres at torreslionel1, the number one, at gmail.com. LT Pro Enterprises, your source for all of your staffing and labor needs. Money can be the root of all evil when you don't understand it. A couple of bad decisions shouldn't continue to affect us years later, and the path to recovery shouldn't be as painful as the regret. Everyone at some point needs help with their financial situation, and Pride Financial can lend that helping hand. Pride Financial offers a patient and judgment-free environment and will provide you with the knowledge and power you need to realize your dreams. Once they identify your goals, they will guide you to the finish line, holding your hand every step of the way. Repairing and building credit is only the first step. They'll educate you on a variety of banking and financial institutions, what resources they offer, and how to maximize funding for your financial needs. Gain access to a vast network of realtors and licensed dealers to receive outstanding deals on prime real estate and the newest vehicles to fit your lifestyle. They even offer education and services to assist those more involved on the business side of things. Text 305-393-7698 or email globalchoice underscore consulting at yahoo.com to book a free consultation with Pride Financial. And let's take pride in our finances. Defensive tackle is a key position of need for Miami this cycle and they have had a ton of big time defensive linemen on campus already they're gonna have another one here i guess for the spring game gabby with aiden breland who uh, comes from matter day high school in southern cal 
He visited Miami earlier this calendar year. He goes 6'5", 290. He's, he's one of my favorite recruits just in terms of highlight tapes uh, oh, yeah. in this cycle. Big-bodied guy. Uber athletic for a defensive tackle at the high school level. He plays on the end, and he's you know definitely athletic enough to get it done there at the high school level. Uh, but Gabby, what's what's this mean that he's coming back to Miami for the spring game? I mean, I think it shows how legitimate the, the interest is. And we talk about those first spring visits as kind of like, again, that foundational visit. And I think this is what those visits lead to, like great first visits lead to, you know, second visits and third visits. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, them being, you know, you got to be extremely intentional about getting from uh, Los Angeles or Southern California to to Miami for this. And again, I think it just shows that, you know, they want, they want it to be back. They want it to be back around the program. There's a lot of spring games going on this weekend. There's a lot of different schools you could have gone to see. You could have seen somewhere new. Uh, you could have been somewhere on the West coast, closer to home. And, you know, he's making the decision him alongside a couple others that we'll talk about here, David are, you know, making this the decision to come back down to Miami. And uh, one of the things that kind of stood out to me about Breland, again, just talking about his recruitment, um, is just the like the similarities of just Mario Cristobal uh, being at Oregon and like we were always we were kind of wondered how long those West Coast tides would would kind of pay off, and I'm feeling that almost like the longer we go into this, we're realizing how deep and you know how thir- you know really just how good of a job he did establishing relationships down there because you know Mario Cristobal is the first coach to offer Aiden Breland as an eighth grader. And look, that's something that matters here years later when Breland is one of the top defensive linemen in the country. And now it's time to kind of make a college choice. And he's, you know, really strongly giving Miami a look. I think, uh, you know, uh, Ohio State's really in there as well. I believe Oregon, USC are a couple others in the mix. Uh, But I mean, I think Miami is positioning themselves as well as anyone here for you know, again, a position of need, a position that they're attacking. And again, I think when they get fixated on some of these dudes, um, you know, I think that they have as good of a shot as anyone. So um, I, I let's see how this weekend goes with Aiden Breland. But, uh, you know, I think it's really encouraging. I think Miami fans should be really excited about the fact that he's getting back down. 24-7 has him as the number 25 overall player in the country. They have him as a five-star. The composite has him number 37. So top 50 player, uh, big-time recruit. Let's see if they can keep chipping away at him. Another guy on the defensive line from California to discuss here that's going to visit is T.A. Cunningham, who goes 6'5", 265. 24-7 has him as the number 148th overall player in the country. The composite has him number 65 over on the country. Gabby, he's also making a return visit, correct? Yeah, he's he's with that same group as Aiden Breland coming from Southern Cal. Uh, yeah, he he came back the first time again. I mean, he he loved that first visit down to down to Miami and uh, getting back down uh, again. Defend these defensive tackles. T. A. Cunningham is someone. Uh, you know, I didn't get to watch play because he was ineligible for the begin the beginning of the season at, with Los Alamitos, but he was in South Florida. Uh, you know, last fall. Uh, when those guys came down to play uh, Plantation American Heritage at St. Thomas Aquinas. Um, and T.A. Cunningham at that point was talking about how Miami was one of the schools that, uh, you know, he was really giving a strong look to. And, you know, at one point of the process, I think at the very, very onset of the 2024 class, T.A. Cunningham was considered the number one overall player. Obviously, things have been adjusted since then, but 
uh, you know, he's so he's he's a big kid, uh, you know, again, a, an interior defensive lineman that can maybe be be a little versatile. Can he play off? Can he come off the edge? Can he be an inside guy? Um, I think he could potentially, you know, do either or both. Uh, and and someone that Miami, again, has zeroed in on and is really, really recruiting at a high level. Next guy to discuss on the defensive line as well from the state of California. Jericho Johnson comes from Armijo High School in Fairfield, California. Goes 6'4", 300. Number 105 overall player in the country, according to 24-7 Sports. The composite has him at 264 overall in the country has a ton of big time offers gabby did he has he previously visited or is this his first time at um i think this is going to be his first time but i mean this this is a big one again i know we're kind of going defensive line theme but i mean this is where where it's kind of at class yeah. um yeah i mean this is just i mean these are guys that are get that they're getting on campus uh th- this was one of the names that was at the you know top of the board you know like you're not saying the top name but uh, you know near the top uh, you know, when I dropped that top targets uh, list in early February, I mean, this was one of the names that I was getting back that like Miami absolutely loves this kid, six foot four, 300 pounds. Again, California, um, he's fresh off of a visit to Georgia. I think he might've gone to Georgia tech too. So it was just on the East coast is coming down to check out the hurricanes for the first time. But look, I mean, this is a, this is a massive, massive name. And, uh, uh, you know, I think it's a, a, I think it's a big deal that Miami's getting that, uh, you know, a spring visit, of course, ahead of the, uh, ahead of the summer where, you know, the, those official visits matter. Kind of more of that nose tackle type of defensive tackle, yep. uh, in my opinion, which Miami needs, they need to Definitely stack those, needs. those type of guys. So we'll see what type of impression they could make on him. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Running back, uh, another position I think they got to keep stacking talent at. Mark Fletcher was a nice signee for the 2023 class. Chris Johnson brings that speed element. Uh, but they are hosting Kevin Riley this weekend. Comes from Tuscaloosa County High School in Alabama. Goes 5'11", 195. Ranks number 112 overall in the country, according to 24-7 Sports number 121 overall in the country, according to the composite. 
obviously Alabama is the local school. Alabama has offered him. But you know, just as a competitor on the recruiting trail, Mario Cristobal would love to swipe Kevin Riley out from under Alabama some way. It's going to be a tough task, but Miami is supposed to get him there for the spring game. What do we need to know about Kevin Riley? Yeah, Kevin Riley is a name that they've been kind of recruiting for a long time, like, you know, even dating back to the Kevin Smith days. Like, I think that this was his top running back target in the class of 2024. I mean, Jared Gibson, obviously, in that conversation, too. But I think maybe outside of him, uh, Kevin Riley was was really their guy. Like, I think he was the one that they love to have. I mean, Kevin Smith loved to recruit Alabama running backs. Uh, I think that they felt I, I think Kevin Riley was kind of uh, his guy and now obviously you know kind of you know in the Tim Harris Jr. era and obviously you know the recruiting is top to bottom so I'm sure this is someone Mario Cristobal loves as well but I think this is a you know this is a big name where again if you're going to generate any traction in this recruitment obviously in the heart of you know between Alabama Auburn I mean in Tuscaloosa so definitely potentially an Alabama guy Auburn's really heavily involved in that recruitment um, as well I think if you're gonna somehow you know take him away from from, uh, you know, that, that part, that region, um, I think, you know, this visit has to kind of go well. So uh, I think that's a really big name. I think that this is a really big visit because, like you said, uh, David, uh, this, this, this running back room, I think they need to continue to stack talent here. And, and Kevin Riley is a, is a big time, time name. Anyone else to mention, Gabby, that you think might potentially visit yeah. that you've, you've heard whispers on but haven't straight up confirmed or maybe you have confirmed it to, at this point? Yeah, not like 100% confirmed, but feeling pretty good about it. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, that Colin Simmons, the, the the edge rusher out of Duncanville, Texas, uh, he, I, I think there's a very good shot that he ends up in Miami for the spring game, potentially longer, you know, kind of going into the weekend. Um, he's the number three overall player in the in the 24-7 sports composite. I believe he's, a, he's in five-star range for uh, us here at 24-7 sports as well, and he's He's a big dude, you know, six foot three, 225 pounds. Again, I think there's a lot of people that feel like he is, you know, just one of the freakiest pass rushers, uh, plays at a major program, uh, won a state title as a junior with 22, 22 and a half sacks. Again, a guy that's kind of been on the scene and has been a, a major recruit. Uh, in this class of 2024 for some time. So, you know, a lot of obviously, you know, SEC schools, Texas schools, Florida, Georgia, LSU, TCU, Texas are a few schools who are standing out. He was at Florida's spring game on Friday night. I mean, on Thursday night. So I think, uh, you know, the tr the transition to Miami could go pretty smoothly. So uh, stay locked on and just, you know, see if, uh, see if, uh, you know, he, if I can confirm that he definitely is coming, but I'm feeling like 90% good about that. The Star Horton Group is a real estate company that covers all of Miami-Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach counties. Born and raised in Miami, Star is committed to growing his clients' wealth and securing their futures. One of the top realtors in the state, Star knows the ins and outs of the market to make sure his clients get the best possible value when they sell or buy. If you're looking to buy or sell or know someone who is, call or text Star directly at 561 573-4661. And here's the beauty. When you refer someone to Star, he will donate $250 to the Miami Hurricanes Athletic Fund in your name upon the closing of the deal. So to have a great real estate experience and help our Canes, call or text Star today at 
4661. Yeah, it's worth mentioning LSU is the crystal ball leader right here from Mr. Steve Wilfong. So big time recruit, big time SEC target, Colin Simmons. All right, Gabby, it's also worth mentioning too here while we're talking talent acquisition, um, the recruiting, the transfer portal, sorry is set to open here on April 15th. It'll run through 15, to 15 days. So closes essentially May 1st. We thought it was gonna open May 1st. Uh, I guess they have made some legislation to change that to April 15th. So things are gonna get a little hectic from a transfer portal standpoint here on April 15th, which is Saturday, right? The day after the spring game. Yep. And just so people understand how it works, like. This window is a time for guys to enter. They don't have to enter and pick their school within those 15 days. They just have to decide whether or not they're going to enter the portal. And then they can take their time in terms of where they end up landing. So there's not necessarily a crunch to figure out like, okay, um, we have to get all these guys in by May 1st. There might be a little bit of a crunch in terms of getting them in by that first summer session, which for Miami is kind of like mid-May. Um, but anyways, 15 days, transfer portal will be open here for the spring. Gabby, you and I have discussed, and Mario Cristobal has been very frank about this as well, how really at nearly every position group, they're going to be open to exploring options if they make sense. But there are a few positions I think that stand out as big positions of need. Yeah. I think defensive tackle is one, cornerback is one, outside receiver is one. And then from there, you know, if if it if it makes sense from a depth and development and talent standpoint, I think they will explore options at other spots as well. But Gabby, there's there's been some names here. It's not official because you can't officially enter the portal to the 15th. But guys on their own from around the country have started to say, I intend to enter the portal. And on Thursday night, a defensive tackle that Miami recruited out of the JUCO ranks uh, here recently uh, announced he was going to enter the portal Tell us who that is and why Miami might want to explore him as an option at nose tackle. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Emba, that's a defensive tackle out of Auburn. Uh, Miami recruited. I mean, I mean, he has a pretty interesting story. I mean, Jeffrey Emba is, I believe, originally from from France. Uh, you know, he speaks fluent French. Uh, he was originally a class of 2020 recruit and actually committed to Virginia before going the, the Juco route. And when he went the Juco route, he ended up uh, coming out, emerging as the number one overall prospect in the junior college route. And, and Miami got involved there, uh, the, set, the you know, just the second Power Five program to offer him out of Juco. Uh, he ended up kind of blowing up. Oregon offered him. So Mario Cristobal and Joe Salavea offered him, you know, at Oregon, USC, Michigan, Auburn, Florida, LSU, Oklahoma, Tennessee, South Carolina, like a bunch of schools ended up kind of coming through. But after Miami did, uh, he, Miami actually got Jeffrey Emba down for an official visit 
uh, in October, which was the NC State game in that 2021 season. So for some of us that want to go back in our memory bank for that, that was uh, the game that Miami kind of turned that 2021 season around. And it was also the game, uh, you know, following the first uh, session of the Blake James and Manny Diaz uh, fiasco. So that was fun. Uh, but just all that to say that Jeffrey Embo, one, has already been around Miami. Uh, he's seen the program, took an official visit to the program. And he also has a relationship with Mario Cristobal because Oregon was in a top 10 that he had. He never got out to Eugene from what I can you know, see through his socials and on Twitter. But, I, you know, I believe that Oregon was a school that he uh, was really, really thinking about hard uh, at that point of his process. I mean, stands at six foot six, 307 pounds. And again, it kind of fits exactly what, uh, you know, this team sort of needs on defense. He's played some SEC football at Auburn. He's already posted some of his practice clips to probably, you know, in, you know, boost up that recruitment. And he does seem to be uh, a big a big body a force in the middle of that Auburn Tigers defense so uh, again I think he's someone that Miami is definitely exploring and again I think that there's prior relationships and experience there that uh, could make Miami a potential landing spot he did play 82 snaps for Auburn this year so not that much playing time the most he played in a single game was 17 snaps against Arkansas so there is probably some development there that, that needs to happen. But we're with a guy like Jeffrey Emba, we're, we're probably talking about depth, rotation. Again, you can't teach 6'6", 3'15". Is he a guy that could give you 20 snaps as a nose tackle, a guy that, that can help uh, limit the run game of opponents? I think he does have that body type. And Gabby, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't there a feeling at some point in that recruitment from Miami's standpoint that they were a team to beat maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, Miami got in really early. Miami kind of beat a lot of people to the punch here. Like my, my again, like what I said earlier, they're the second power five to offer Miami. They took, they took the Miami official visit in, you know, again, I think it was like October 22nd. Uh, You know, so he didn't take any of the other visits until I believe like the November, like, you know, like mid November, uh, late November, I think he went to Auburn and then Tennessee. So I, I think Miami did a really good job early with him. And I think, you know, coming off of that visit, it was just like, I mean, Miami had kind of already established some early momentum as he was kind of blowing up. Like Oregon offered him uh, two days before he went on that Miami official visit. So I think that they were kind of like, you know, really ahead in a way and just, you know, of establishing a relationship, identifying him and all those great things. So, yeah, you know, I think that those guys did a really good job. Just the program, you know, th that staff at the time had done a great job of of identifying him and recruiting him. And then, of course, you know, he ended up going through the process and he landed where he landed. But, uh, you know, I think he was really, really thinking about Miami at some point. And I think it's also important to consider that there was a lot of just kind of stuff sure going on around the program. Yeah. So from a recruiting standpoint, I felt like if you were a transfer kid, uh, you know, again, you have to make the most of that next move. I feel like all, I feel like Miami was kind of a tough program to, to kind yes. of choose to, you know, to pick at that point, just given uh, what was like publicly going on within the, you know, the, between Blake James and Manny Diaz, that whole like thing that we're all very, you know, I think aware of at this point. So, so yeah, you know, I do think I say it to say, yeah, Miami was very much in it. Wide receiver and an intriguing wide receiver. Oh, yeah, I think so. Entered the portal. We'll see how serious Miami gets with him 
but Brennan Thompson comes from Texas, class of 2022. So he's a young guy with, with plenty of eligibility remaining. 5'10", 165. But why is he intriguing? As a junior, he ran a 10.38 in the yeah. 100 meters. So he brings that speed uh, that you cannot teach. Speed is something I think, in my opinion, Miami needs to improve in general via talent acquisition. And, you know, that threat of speed can do so much to a defense, uh, you know, not even, not even utilizing that, that speedy player necessarily with a ton of targets, but just having a guy in the field that a defense knows, okay, at any moment, this guy can pop a big one on us is crucial and Brennan Thompson brings that element to the field what's uh what's your understanding on baby Gabby where Miami's interest level might be for him yeah I think it's legit I mean David as a as a high school kid uh as we know Oregon was recruiting the state of Texas very very well like Mario Cristobal did a really good job of recruiting the state I think Oregon still does a good job in Texas uh Mario Oregon actually got an official visit from Brennan Thompson in, in that late June season, you know, he took Oklahoma State on that June 9th. He was at Texas A&M on June 21st. Then Mario Cristobal and Oregon got the last visit of June on the 25th. Again, went through the process, officially visited Texas in September and ended up signing with the Longhorns, David. And you're talking, you know, so I do think, again, there's prior relationships with Mario Cristobal. I think you also have to consider that Shannon Dawson is a Texas guy. So, uh, you know, you, you know, you can maybe assume that, you know, there's, you know, Shannon Dawson has some sort of tie or relationship to a high school coach or someone or just would just be very familiar with Brennan Thompson as someone who's at the University of Houston and, and an offense that just put up a lot of points that, you know, that they like to get uh, playmakers their balls. And, and David, you talked about the speed. Also, I want to touch on this as a senior. Uh, he won the Texas state title with a 10 to 400 meter. And he okay. also won the 200 meter with a 20.73. So just ridiculous, ridiculous speed like the 10, three, eight is impressive on its own, but then two, four is just, uh, is just another gear. Uh, I believe he's also on Texas's track team. Uh, So, you know, he's someone that's running track at the collegiate level. And, um, you know, again, I think that there's, there's enough connections, enough ties here where, uh, you know, I think Miami could potentially be uh, a player in this one, especially considering the need for speed on the outside. And then just really the need at wide receiver. I think it's a situation that kind of makes sense for, uh, for both parties. And I do think, you know, being a guy from Texas where the air raid, uh, you know, is really a, a big deal at the high school level, Miami is running a version of the air raid that would help Miami be a little more attractive uh, than they previously would have been to a guy like Brennan Thompson. He does hail from like the North Texas area. That's like basically Oklahoma. Um so it'll be interesting to see if Miami can make a move there. I think it makes sense uh, from a speed improving uh, standpoint. And then corner, Gabby, is kind of the other position of need. I don't know if there's anyone in there that's announced, hey, I intend to enter the portal. But you expect Miami to be active at cornerback as well, correct? Oh, yeah, I definitely expect uh, Miami to be active at cornerback. I think that that's a position that they feel like they just need to maybe add another body at. And again, they went and got 
they went and got two transfers here, uh, you know, in the December, January window with Devontae Brown, who I actually, you know, I, I, I can just kind of, you know, talking to people on Thursday, I've heard that, you know, they've been pleasantly surprised by, uh, you know, that he's been kind of, he's kind of come around. Um, but they also got Terry Roberts out of Iowa, but I still, I still feel like they need another, another cornerback. Uh, and I think they feel like they need another cornerback as well. So I, I definitely expect that to be a, a position that they target here in this, uh, in this April window. All right. So it'll be a busy time as always in the talent acquisition phase of the program. We'll get out of here on that note. Appreciate everyone for listening. This quick little recruiting podcast here going into the spring game. Uh, spring games tonight, Dry Pink Stadium. Show up in person if you can. If you can't, uh, check it out on ACC Network Extra, wherever that is broadcasted, whether that's the ESPN app uh, or maybe you have it on some sort of satellite um, channel. So, Appreciate everyone for listening. Again, thank you to all our sponsors that support the show. It means so much to us. And until next time, take care. Spring training is in full swing and fantasy baseball draft season is upon us. That means you need to join us on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stamfel, every Monday through Saturday for six pods per week throughout the month of March. We'll break down the latest news, spring training updates, players to target, and much more in just five minutes. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.